This is the city. VoiceOver USA. There are those who make it, and those who don't, and those who decide to harass those who do. One such fictional character recently reappeared, and it's our job to ignore them, not reply. Just let it roll off like water off a duck. That's VO Envy, and this is the VO Life. Welcome to the VO Life, a podcast for those who are trying to figure out how to build a career in VO from a guy who just seems to always learn the hard way. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Rudy. If I could only talk like Rudy. Oh, welcome back to the VO Life. Here we are in beautiful downtown Westmoreland, Tennessee on a sunny weekend and uh, fresh off of uh, a couple of crazy weeks, fresh off of last night getting to visit with some VO friends. Hey, Bobby Maxwell, it was great talking to you. Probably the most we've talked since we've met and I really enjoyed it. Bobby is such a treat to hear about her, her life stories and her VO stories and her radio days and even about the crazy neighbor she had up, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, up around Cookville, Tennessee. Um, my goodness, my goodness. Great to see uh, Kevin, Ann, everybody, Christy Bowen. It was great to see everybody. It's been a while and, I, and I'm a little bit of an introvert when I go to these things. I'll just sit at the corner and be quiet. And if I get in a conversation, I probably talk too much, but uh, I had a great time. And, I, and all of that kind of brought back some, uh, some things from the past couple of weeks that I had seen. One of my coaches had been attacked by good old Sabrina Pharaohs, who I am convinced is a guy. But anyway, um, I, I wanted to, to touch on that just a little bit today for two reasons. One, if you're in voiceover and you're doing okay, and you're talking about it a little bit on LinkedIn, especially, I think that's where this mainly ends up coming from for whatever reason. Expect to get an email from dear Sabrina to tell you how you suck and you're not going to make it. And, you know, you've got ugly teeth. Uh, with that accent, you'll be belly up in six months. Wow. You know, and when I first got that, I was hurt. Um, I've talked about it on the podcast before. I went digging into finding out who is this person. They must be really great at what they do. There's no such person. You can't find them. They're not in VO. They don't have a website. They have nothing. And the more I read, the more I was convinced this was a guy because of the way it, it read. Ladies have a way of constructing sentences that guys don't, they, 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 most of them can't do it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that this was uh, that this is a guy and I and I don't care and here I am giving you more fire I shouldn't be doing it you'll listen to this and you'll get more fire in your belly to keep doing it and I'm not encouraging that I think it's ridiculous for anybody to run down anybody look here's what happens you get into this you you give it your best you make it or you don't make it you stay part time forever maybe that's okay if it's, a, if it's a hobby and you enjoy it and you're doing the type of work, you can do that. That's fine. I had gotten to the uh, cusp or the line drawn that I couldn't do that anymore. And my washer and dryer is running. If it's, if it's noisy, I apologize. But 
um, yeah, you got to do your housework, you know. Um, it had gotten to the point I couldn't. I couldn't answer the auditions from, from the agents. I only had two at the time. I couldn't answer them quick enough. I didn't feel responsive enough, you know, and, and my business was building. And I still had, yeah, I still had a, a half of my business was low paying. And I was trying so hard to get better. And this full-time year made that transition for me. I was able to shed 90% of that. I have one client left that is uh, one client left that is not what I would call at, at rate, at my rate. Now, my rate is the lower end at times of the GVAA, um, not because I don't feel like I deserve it. I don't have the experience yet. And I typically do get those rates, uh, and, and I'm very happy about that because it means less work, more money. I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. But guess what, Sabrina? You were wrong. I didn't go belly up in six months. I am booking with my accent and sometimes without it. I'll even say that. Not as often, but sometimes. Sometimes I'll win an audition that's got a Gen Am that I really tried hard, you know, not to sound overly Southern. It's not easy for me, of course. I'm, you know, I'm tater through and through, hillbilly, but... Um, it can be done, folks, and I think within six months, I'll be able to turn that switch on and off at will. I'm, I'm closer, and somebody said, well, do a podcast in, in your Gen Am voice. Maybe I'll do that uh, here soon, and you guys can listen and see, do I really sound different? Uh, and, and I think I do because my pitch is different, uh, my lift is different, the way I hold my mouth is different. It, it literally is a character. And that character becomes a guy who should not speak in a Southern accent. And that was a great choice. Thank you, Tom Antonellis. I continue to work on that. And if you're looking for dialect help, there's no better. Uh, Tom gets it and he can give you the exercises and drills to help you get there. But you got to do the work. He can't do it for you. You still got to do the work. All right. So let me, let me go back to where I was. Why would anyone, anyone want to begrudge you or hate on you or talk negatively to you for your success. You're not bragging. Most people I know don't brag. They get excited when they, they win a certain thing. I do. I was very excited that uh, the vault in ESPN picked me for that post-Super Bowl spot. Very excited. It was a, a online casting you know, and there were other people, there were 90 something plus people that, that auditioned. I, I don't know that I was the best fit, but let me tell you what they referenced about three times, Pat Summerall. And they didn't reference it in the audition. They referenced it in the live direct. You know, we like kind of how you, you kind of sound like Pat Summerall, but maybe a younger version. And, um, I always, always loved listening to him call games. I just loved his voice. And um, so, yeah, I mean, sure, I posted that. I post my Cotton Patch Cafe videos because they are really in my wheelhouse. That is where I, I am my best is at that storytelling Texas, Tennessee accent, you know, uh, uh, making it sound a little older, more maybe a little more grandpa-ish or whatever. And I love to book that stuff because it's so, it's natural 
to do that and to read it. So yes. Now, why do we post those things? Because there are other casting people. There are production houses or whatever on LinkedIn. If we're hashtagging, they might see it and they may go, hey, we might need that voice one day. Save his name just in case. That has happened for me through direct email, not through LinkedIn or anything like that. But on direct email, I had somebody say, hey, we got your email back in November where you had this sample in there and we need that, that type read for something we're doing. And I booked work, you know, so it's, it, it happens. I think the perception that this person gets is we're all on there bragging or trying to make ourselves bigger than what we are. No, we're not. We're marketing. This is all part of your marketing. If you're marketing properly and you're marketing yourself, yes, you should be celebrating your wins, but remember, you're celebrating your client, not you. You really want to celebrate them. Thank them so much for choosing you. Thank them for the opportunity. Thank them for taking a chance with you. Um, you've got to be humble and kind. And uh, what did we say in, in the video on YouTube? Don't be a dick. Well, Sabrina, you've, you've shown that this is how you do it. This is how you be one. I have to wonder if this poor person did not get berated in a live direct and they were being hard to get along with because based on their attitude, I could see that. And they may have gotten pushed out or blackballed. I don't know. I just know that they apparently have had a rough time. And I'm sorry. I just wish you could go find a new hobby, go do something else and leave people alone. It's just, it's just rude. It's just rude. Don't do that. My gosh. Um, so first off, my empathy, sympathy, empathy, empathy. I'm very empathetic to those who have received uh, communication from that person. I'm very sympathetic to that person for lashing out and doing the things they do. I, I, I pray for you. I do. I really do. I ask that you find something else to go do that fills your time with, with positive things and uplifting things and not negativity. Uh, life cannot be lived in a bowl of negativity. You can't immerse yourself in getting pleasure from inflicting pain and crap on people. Yes, God knows there's people in the world like that, and I understand that, and you can't fix them all. I get it. But um, find positive things to go to something, you know, start making Afghans, something to do with your fingers other than type negative emails. My gosh. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I just want to just want to say, folks, just continuing off the video, continuing off the sadness of seeing someone else hassled and harassed by this, don't be a dick. Don't be a deal weed. Don't be that person. And, you know, be good to people and, and, you know, interact with people, associate, build up your association. There are those who say, stop associating with other voice actors. I don't believe that. I've had most of the major things happen for me because another voice actor referred me or helped me. And that, to me, my friends, is huge. You should be associating with your peers, especially influential peers. Don't be a butt kisser, but at least be around. 
you know, go to the conferences, go to the, the meetups, go to the things you can go to and just be a part of the community. You don't have to be a leader in the community. You don't have to do a podcast. You don't have to be influential um, as far as, well, I'm going to start a clubhouse and I'm going to do this and get these people and I'm going to talk about this, this, this. And that's great if you can do that and it works for you. Like the podcast works for me. I couldn't do the clubhouse thing. Um, I've done uh, some workshops. We'll have some coming up, but I don't know that that'll even continue because I'm not really sure that's what I should be doing. I don't want anybody to say, you don't have the cred to do that yet. Um, we did. Uh, as you know, I work with Jenna Birmingham on these, and Jenna and I did go to certain people and tell them what we were doing, and they encouraged us to do it. And that was the nod of acceptance to do a few workshops. We wouldn't have done it had we not had the quote-unquote blessing of someone who we could say after we did the workshop, this is now who you need to go see. You did really good in the workshop. You need to contact this person and try to further your exploration into this genre. And that's all we're doing, trying to give people a step. Maybe they're stuck. Maybe they're not sure. Do I have the chops for doing this? Is it natural? And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people who can naturally do a lot of things in voiceover and just need the right direction to get there. And I think that all comes from their background, musicians, singers, actors, actresses, etc. You're able to apply it and, and it's natural and easier for you. There are others who have seen the stuff on Facebook and whatever, and they want to get into it and make some money and I want to quit my job. If your number one ambition is to quit your other job, this could be difficult because your number one ambition should be, I love doing this and I want to do this in a creative way and it would be wonderful if it blossomed into a career. But even if it doesn't, I want to do it part-time because I love it. That is the mindset. It can't be about a quick buck. It can't be about jumping in, hurry up, get it going, da-da-da-da-da, you know. So anyway, for what it's worth, did that have anything to do with what I was talking about for the theme of the podcast? Probably not. Anyway, hey, th thanks for joining me. Uh, uh, this was kind of a follow-up to, you know, the first when this first happened to me about a year ago. And then as I talked about it, I found out many notable people received these same emails, these same harassment things. And I'm talking about some notables. And I was very surprised to see that, you know, well, heck, I guess I should feel privileged that I was harassed and hassled. But you know what? That's never fun. And especially when you don't know where it's coming from and why and who's upset and why are they upset at me. I'm one of those people that I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to make anybody mad. Uh, I don't want to be that type of person. You know, I want to be uh, somebody you can count on. You know, you can count on me to put this type of content out. You can count on me to be this type of person. You can talk to me 10 times throughout the year, and I'm pretty much going to be the same guy all 10 times. Yeah, you could, you could catch me on a bad day when something bad has happened, and I may not be a 1,000% up, but we all have those days. 
but don't slip off into that negativity. If things aren't going the best for you, look at what you're doing and what you need to be doing. This is what I'm doing. Maybe this is what I should be doing. Are you over coaching? Are you not coaching with the right people? Is the coaching being driven towards in six weeks, we're going to do a demo? Or is the coaching really being driven toward we're going to bring out your authenticity? We're going to teach you how to do this. We're going to show you how to do that. We're going to give you a method. So when you pull that script up and you're ready to read it, you can analyze it. You can decide this, this, and this. You can apply this, this, and this. Then you're ready to read it. And you got to make sure that those two takes are distinctive. Thank you, Brad Highland. Um, and, and listen back to it and make sure. Maybe that's all it is, you know, if you're in that rut. Just don't go negative on everybody else if it's not going great for you. Get with somebody positive. Get with a positive coach. Get with a coach that when you, you leave that session, you're fired up. You can't wait for the next audition, the next job. Bring it, baby. Bring it because I'm ready. I'm coached up. And when you feel you're coached up and you're ready and you've got all this going, let that positivity flow. But don't let the negativity bring you down because it can and it will, especially if you're new because you're mad. And I, I don't even really want to talk about Fiverr because I'm doing so little on there now. It's set it and forget it. And if somebody orders from me, it's going to cost them. They're going to have to pay. They're not going to get a $5, $10, $20, $40, $60, $80 order. They're going to have to ante up. And that's the way I want it. If somebody finds me on there and that's what they want, it's going to cost you. Well, I'm not paying that guy that. I'll go over here and pay 10 for this. Okay, go ahead. I don't care anymore. But if you're on there and you're frustrated with the buyers and you're frustrated with this, get the heck off of there. You don't have to make it on there to say you've made it. That's something that could be in people's heads. There are other people who get into VO and they go to the casting sites first after they're trained. They may do one year or two years of coaching, training, practicing, getting ready. And then that coach goes, you're ready to make a demo. You're ready to get out there. Then that's when you go. And then maybe you do go to voice one, two, three. You might go to voices.com. You'll go to Badalgo. You'll go to Backstage. You'll go to VO Planet. You will spend money to get on these sites, but if you're ready, that's the best route to go. And then you start reaching out to agents as you book a couple of things. Well, I'm booking. I'm ready. I, maybe I can get an agent now. I'm booking. That is a, a good path. I'm not saying it's totally wrong to get on Upwork and Fiverr and you do that and if you're happy with it and you're happy with the pay and you don't mind the aggravation just don't complain about it just let it go and keep focus on moving forward focus on getting better you cannot get better without help typically you have to have coaching you have to have coaching have, have. You have to. Are you sure? Yep, I'm sure. Can you overcoach? I said that earlier. Yes, you can get conflicting. But here, here is what I believe. And this is what, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> this is what I truly, truly believe. You can take increments 
from different coaches and build your method, your method. So what I learned from Mary Lynn Wisner, what I learned from Kim Handysides, what I learned from Linda Bruno, J.J. Wilson, what I am learning with Mark Ryder, and what I learned from Brad Highland. All of that will mix in to something. And I will admit, Mark Ryder is my, what I'd call my continual. I, I, try, to, I, I try to meet with Mark once a month for, for two things. It's kind of a, a business coaching type thing in one way. Where am I at with my mission statement? How am I doing on my goals? Where are we going? He's very encouraging, and I appreciate that. He also is an excellent coach as far as commercial, as far as, uh, you know, promo, radio imaging. Look what he does. So he knows he's been coached by some of the best, so he can pass some of that to you in his coaching. And he's not taking what somebody gave him. He has invented his own way of doing it. And that's what I see that one day I will do in five years. I will have my own method that is working for me. And then maybe then I'm eligible to share that. But right now, absolutely not. Uh, workshops, is it's a little bit of a different thing. We're taking brand new people. We're taking what experience Jenna and I have. And Jenna has way more than I have. She hears things I won't hear, but we're giving them opinions. We're saying, you know, you sound like this. Your space sounds like that. And, you know, you should really work on this, this, and this. And it's advice to help them. Uh, we're advising. We are not truly coaching. And we're giving them an opportunity to get in front of people so they can get past that. Because that's another thing you have to get past is being able to get in front of people and read uh, be directed, you know, be corrected and, and do all that stuff. And that's all we're doing. It's, it's all great fun. You know, for something that should have been about five or 10 minutes talking about the harasser, it ended up being a whole lot longer, but it's been a while. I have not, uh, put anything out. It's been a busy couple of weeks. I'm blessed for that. And, uh, next week is, uh, yeah, it's, it's looking okay too. We, uh, we'll be having, uh, We'll be having a workshop on the 22nd. Uh, this podcast will get out before then. And if you haven't signed up, uh, go to my website, TroyHoldenVoices.com. Go to the Peer Services page. you got to do the little drop-down uh, to get to Peer Services, and you'll see the workshops at the bottom. And as I said, these are most likely the last two. Uh, a, it's very. it takes a while to prep for these, to get everything together, to organize it, to... Um, keep everything coming in and, and lining up the people and then to do it on a weeknight um, you know when you try to accommodate people so you do it on a Wednesday sometimes a Thursday sometimes a Tuesday um, it, it's just a lot and I don't see how people do it on a regular basis but we've got this one uh, it was already booked for the 22nd is already booked up it sold out the first day and the other auto workshop has three openings. I believe it's up in March, late March, like March 30th or something like that. I can't remember, but look on the site. And there's also a, a, a regular VO workout where we'll be using commercial scripts. And that's coming up too. So, so take a look at those if you'd like to join. Uh, we'd love to have you. And like I said, this is probably going to be it. 
maybe up until fall, we might do another little short month of, you know, doing a couple of them in a month. But this is not something I'm going to be uh, in, in the habit of doing. Although I enjoy it, it's fun. Um, I got life and a family just like everybody else, and, and I try to set some time for that. Hey, everybody, it's been a great couple of weeks. This New Year's, uh, uh, this year's off to a good start. Time's flying. February's going to be gone before you know it. That's two months in the book. And guess what's coming up in March? It's VO Atlanta, the weekend of the 22nd. I'm going down on the 21st and uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of people that I met last year. Looking forward to uh, hopefully being a little more uh, out of my shell <laughs> and talking to people more. Uh, Charles Coates, Charles of Voice, Charles will be my roomie. Uh, he and I'll be hanging out down there for a few days. I know there are several in the VO Life group going. Brad Grahowski's going. Dana Ramoni is going. Charles Bain will show up. Um, looking forward to seeing all you guys. Uh, we're going to try to do a uh, a dinner maybe on Friday night, late Friday afternoon or something. We'll just have to look at the classes and see who you know what time we can go. But try to reach out to all of you and let you know that you know maybe at such and such o'clock on such and such day, come meet in the lobby and I'll wear a VO Life T-shirt and you can find me. And uh, I'd love to meet anybody that listens and shows up at VO Atlanta. I'd love to shake your hand and thank you for listening and, and uh, just meet you. I just like meeting people. All right, everybody, have a great one. I b- ramble, bambled on and hillbilly as long as I can. Take it away. Uh, take it away, Liz. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.